0: I keep on my hey, this is uh this is Pete. And this is John. John. John's here. We are on our way to see Dunkirk. Dunkirk. With with my father. With Tony D. And uh, do you know anything about this? Like the historical no, I, pieces I, of it?
1: I know the USA today criticized it. Criticized it for not having enough minority roles in the movie no, or women. Are you
0: serious? Yeah, I sent okay. me the link. So oh oh you did you uh, I okay yeah so here's the thing. Let me I ju- I don't have the time for I gotta I got to redo the, um, like, a couple things. But I just got to rethink the time frame. Uh, I want to say it was 18 days, not months. So this, this what we're about to watch, mm-hmm. it was 18 days since the Germans, um, like, confronted what was, like, considered, like, the British line, okay? Right. Which was, like, Eastern Britain, okay? It took the Germans only 18 days to... To slice through their supply lines and corner, essentially, the standing German army of what was left. British. Okay, the British army. I mean, okay, and this is really about like uh, Britain. Britain was either surrendering, or they they were just going to fight to the death. So, without like you know, we know how this movie like kind of like ends. Sure. Um, the like to me that's like the, the real fascinating part. Is that the the Germans were able to smash the lines with, like, less than three weeks? In less than three weeks. And yep. I don't know about you, but it takes me three weeks just to get, <laughs> just to buy toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> but here, <you're, laughs> oh, you forgot! You forgot to say we're live from the road again.
0: We're yeah, yeah. we're live from the road. Okay, And we're, we're going to rock and roll. Dream Warriors forty nine. Let's uh, let's hit that. We won't dream no more We're the dream warrior And maybe tonight Maybe tonight you'll be gone uh, Pete is back solo, uh, by myself. And let's just reintroduce the uh, format real quick. Um, we, we've been experimenting with this uh, since the uh, Norm and I saw the uh, uh, Power Rangers movie, which is kind of like, um, like on-the-spot reviews, uh, kind of initial excitement expectations going into a movie and where we are when we're leaving the movie. And it's a format that... Yeah, it's 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 going through phases. Um, I'm I'm loving the process. I think it's uh, we're making like a really cool product with these episodes, and it's very unique. And I'm just gonna keep pushing it forward. So um, you just listened to John and I going into the movie. Uh, I wanted to do a little um, like a side step. Um, talk about the some of the, not like the uh like the accounts like the um I'm not a history professor uh, I'm not going to go through like the dates and all, like all these other things um that you might expect I just wanted to go through like what what things were like uh during us during Dunkirk and then then we're going to go right into our um like Initial reactions leaving the theater, and, and I'm sorry, I'm just fumbling, uh, just words right now. But this is recorded before um, John and I have even met up to watch the movie. Okay, so uh, I'm going from memory here. Uh, I didn't do, uh, I didn't do, I didn't do a lot of uh, research or any research. Didn't take any notes. I just wanted to kind of talk off the tip of my brain and uh, maybe like, like dance around why movies like this are important um, to uh, to a higher capacity, and 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 when I mean higher capacity, I'm speaking on the terms of where it applies today. Um, you know, like, what to take away from movies like this, uh, what are they really teaching us, um, I'm all, I'm very much into the idea that, um, movies should teach you something, even fantasy movies, even movies that are completely made up, uh, they should either awaken something inside of you, either something that's dormant, um, a part of your personality you're afraid to uh honor or confront or to even see um you know like and you know and i would say like dark crystal lord of the rings star wars um does that you know so like so when i say fantasy like that's what i'm speaking of uh and then we have the other side which is education and and it doesn't have to be a hundred and 2,000%, 2000% whatever historically accurate but there should be things you walk away like especially movies like Dunkirk you walk away with a with an insight and that's important and that's a little bit of the responsibility of not only the filmmaker but every person involved the studio even the the, the guy adjusting the, the the lighting rigs so um Dun, 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 Dunkirk oh my god <laughs> Dunkirk to me always was this like chess move and it's it's so like it's such a crazy chess move because if the if the Germans made one one decision which was either to hammer these guys through the town cut them off, with just you know like firepower or to really hammer them through the air okay like full on um, uh, Britain you know the, the the UK would have fallen uh, I believe it might have been two or three weeks um, after Dunkirk the, the the Germans marched down Paris okay and uh, you know as I'm as I'm uh, talking to you here, uh, you know, I have a, uh, I'm, I'm kind of big on old newspapers. I like, I, I have a bunch that I have to get framed. I only have a handful of them framed um, at this time. But I have a Daily Sentinel uh, front page, uh, Paris liberated from Nazi rule. Um, I constantly remind myself of how close the world came uh, from, from, like, really, like, I'm not, no exaggeration here, Uh no. falling into evil. And I think it translates so much to the th- uh, things that are happening today. Um, there, evil is, like, essentially on the doorstep of freedom and liberty. And it's, it is banging. Um, and I, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, like, it is... Uh, I, I don't, it, it means like nothing classifying things to a certain point, but the, the Muslim extremists or whatever, okay, but we know who those people are, um, I, want, I've read somewhere that, uh, they, they said that, um, you know, America has, um, like all the watches, America has all the watches in the world, but we have the time. And you look at the, the countries overseas that have turned uh, Muslim extremists. Yeah, uh, you know, I might be wrong. I'm going off the tip of my brain. Uh, Egypt, Jordan, uh, Syria, okay? All former uh, allies or at least dictators that played ball with U.S. policy. Um, people who adopted uh, American exceptionalism, which is very important, um, like, it's, it's, it's there, uh, America having an iso- isolationist, um, position led directly to WW1, which, and WW1 was, like, just one went right into WW2, like, you know, like, it, it's just one, like, the armistice, like, who the hell cares um and you know people like are just confused with like how the nazis got so good so quick at, at uh, combat at destruction at terror um and uh, you know people want to criticize actions against north korea and so on and so forth and you know what, what even led to the iraq war not 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 the Gulf war the iraq war which was you know like uh saddam and his 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 cronies shutting out u.n inspections uh that was like what well, that was like the big tipping point um and why what like why is that important how how's all that related to dunkirk well it, when we left world war Two. um one of the things that that we knew to like to keep peace okay was um you you had to go in there and and see what was happening okay signing something like an armistice or like you know just call it a peace treaty and expecting the other side to honor it not good enough okay um so, from WW2 on, uh, countries that were hostile on, on any accord were, um, they were sanctioned, they were punished, and they had, uh, you know, some of their industry stripped away, um, meaning that some of this industry could lead to weapons of war. So, you know, US invades Iraq, uh, it doesn't even matter, like, you can debate about, like, the, the significance of... reasons for it but now like um it's just something that had to get done like get over it something that had to get done um plenty of capabilities were discovered during this time um this is something that is not really spoken of um troubling to me but moving on so we have dunkirk um it's a failed chess move by the germans Uh, the Nazis are, like, were relentless, Uh, they, I believe, again, talking off the the top of my head, there was some huge capture, prisoner capture, that, I don't know if it was allies or the the Brits or or whoever, but I I think there was, might have been, like, 50,000 captured at Dunkirk, Um, you know, those people essentially went into death camps, okay, so it's like a whole football stadium worth of people. Um, the, the Nazis and the Germans, uh, they, they felt like it was their birthright to, to go amongst the world and to steal, burn, um, plunder, and to kind of take back what, what they felt was theirs. Very similar. To what's happening today. Uh, I don't think I have to see Dunkirk. I, I have a, a feeling of, of the tone of the movie. That um, we're, we're going to get some of that. Uh, we're, we're going to see maybe some of that brutality. Um, again, I don't think any movie uh, hi- highlights the brutality. More than uh, Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Um, none. And... Um, fine. fine if it's like one-sided, like, you know, like, oh, like, the Americans don't seem that, that brutal. Well, just drinking some water here. Um, and, and why don't I care about that? Because Americans were not like that. Uh, the, the, the Germans were, the, each German soldier was a weapon of mass destruction. And they had superior um, training, know-how, weapons. I, um, I remember like, uh, reading this one quote by a German tank commander, and he said, uh, and you know, this kind of goes to, um, rounds out kind of like um, how difficult of a conflict this, this was. But um, the German tanks were far advanced. And he, and he goes, you know, like, there's, um, every one of our tanks is worth five of the American tanks. He goes, but the problem is though there, there's seven American tanks. Um, you know, like, the, the entire world was not caught up to the German, uh, direction, um, creation, invention, and just technical know-how. Uh, I believe it's called, um, they, they were called the Red Books. And there's, I think, four or five of them. Again, uh, this has got to be looked up um, to verify. But there's four or five of these Red Books that exist. And they had um, everyone that was like a, what we will call today a, sorry, Dallas is just rubbing up here, um, a person of interest in the UK, um, teachers. Uh, newspaper editors, um, outspoken citizens, uh, organizations, um, you know town halls, um, All of this information was already catalogued and discovered. And some of the Nazi commanders uh, had these red books. And, and these red books were for when they invaded the Britain and you know they, they broke the lines. They, they would know who to go for. They would know who to get um, and begin the subversion. You know, the um, the propaganda, um, the the silencing, the re-education. Um, believe it or not, things that are still happening today in a large scale. Uh, MSNBC, uh, I'm looking at you. And... Um, so that's kind of why movies like Dunkirk are, are important, because we people are so forgetful today. Um, they have to be reminded. You have to you have to be reminded that the 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 only way to combat evil is to uh, meet it on its own terms and then destroy it, extinguish it, because there was no negotiating with the zombies. And, you know, Dallas is just. Uh-oh. It's sparking up a, a storm here. But, um, but okay, like, the, you could not negotiate with the Nazis. You had to kill them. You could not negotiate with the Japanese. You had to kill them. Took us two of the biggest bombs in history dropped on Japan to just get a treaty, okay? So, you know, with, with, with that being said, Um, yeah, uh, Dunkirk is just one of those things, one of those moves. I mean, it's almost like between that, how quickly the Nazis got into Russia, you know, again, like, uh, I think they got in within Moscow in two months, um, and some of their supply lines broke. Um, a lot of people think it was like an early winter and they weren't equipped for the winter. Um. Yeah, you're not equipped for the winter when your supply lines break, uh, you freeze to death, and the spokes of the wheel at that point were, were were fracturing. But just just remember, if if Britain was if if they surrendered to to the Nazis or you know fought it out and lost, and then you know this was only within like a week, I think of Churchill stepping up. Um, Again, verify that uh, I'm talking loosey-goosey here. Um, so I don't know if it was like some of uh, Churchill's, um, you know, his, um, you know, like his his overall attitude, what he was saying, how he was saying it. Um, you know, some of that might already like started to hit like the newspapers and the radio and 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 fortify what the direction was for for um the war which was uh, no surrender okay uh the uk went from surrendering to non-surrendering uh, with churchill and churchill also wrote a history of ww2 which is like six to eight volumes um buy them they're so cheap on amazon just freaking buy buy those those books um so i have them here they're holding up one of my couches that uh Snapped during one of my uh, New Year's parties. But, um, and it's it's in what we call the Astro Lounge. But anyway, yeah, so, um, this rhetoric from Churchill, like, almost like saved Africa, whose Rommel was, again, stomping the hell out of everyone in Africa. And there would have been a different supply chain coming in and a flank position with the passageways that the, the Britain would have um, opened up, so it's interesting, okay, um, you know, would have, would, at that point, would every, would the needle have turned directly on to Russia, um, I don't, <laughs> you know, I mean, with the needle turned on to Russia, and then, then already in Moscow within two months, uh, winter, no winter, um, y- y- you are like you're dead, i'm sorry um like thanks but but no thanks like Russia's gone um and and that's it that's it then now and you'll have a an empire now split between um you know japan and and Germany like uh, like one world away from from the u s split in half and I don't know, like, kind of, and, like, would, would they have turned to, to the United States, like, 100%, yes, uh, they were, um, the Ken Burns, I, I'll leave with this, in, in the Ken Burns documentary, The War, um, this one U.S. soldier got captured by this, these Nazis, and, and the Nazi was, like, just asking him, it's, like, you know, like, yeah, like, where are you from, where are you from, and the guy was from, like, I think, like, like, Indianapolis, or, or wherever, wherever, he guy's like, oh, I'm from this town, and then the, the Nazi dude was like, oh, by, by this river, right, like, he's like, yeah, like, and they were exchanging all these little details, and, and then the U.S. soldier was like, oh, like, how is it, how do you know that, like, how do you know my, my town, and he goes, well, we're, we're learning about, like, where to go, and, and what to do, it's like, oh, my God, like, see, they were already memorizing, uh, that's how efficient they were. And I, I'm telling you, like, people there must have just loved it. They must have just loved the Germans, what was happening, and it just really kind of, like, inspired people, inspired by hatred and evil. Uh, it's fascinating and scary, equally. But, yeah, um, here we go. Well, a shorter episode, but let's just jump into um, Pete, myself, <laughs> no Dallas and John in the car leaving the theater and, uh, yeah, signing off now. Um, okay. Um, we're driving back. Just got done with the movie. John's driving. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I'm in the passenger seat. Well, you're, you're, producing the show, so you're not just, yeah, the passenger mobile produced. Look at the short traffic. Yeah. Oh my God. It's murder. Dude, why, why do you not do a hay for day on days like today and you, Get out. It's, look it's still 8 yeah I was gonna say so like your pace to check-ins out oh. the shore look at, at this. this point yeah this. this is uh so the, these it looks, are it looks like the line to leave Dunkirk <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the, these are what the people that own shore houses that can get their late tonight and Probably. have an early day tomorrow we're visiting people with the shore house. yeah yeah I mean, they're not checking into the hotel right so. they're not checking in man look it's a pilgrimage look what's the five o doing there just keeping the peace <laughs> Let's in the, the, the Dream the, Warriors. Yeah, the, the, yeah, he's looking for people driving and podcasting. He's there's a shutdown in Jersey for drivers and podcasters. i will find a way to tax it. Don't yeah. Worry. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So overall, I, invite you, yeah, I uh, thumbs up overall. Definitely. Same here. Uh few movies, um, I think, had this type of like beat. Uh, I think it was all like well constructed vignettes because of the broken timeline. So it's a non-linear movie, and and not too many people are talking about that. I, I didn't, that was that's my only major knock.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't for I didn't uh, hate it at all. I mean, I love the feel of it. I thought the pulse
0: was completely different the, than the anything music. you're gonna see. The, if you, the, um, the and, music really helped. To, you know, to, the, the score to, was huge. To keep the tension and keep it going i don't know i don't know if this is much of a score you can listen to on its own nah, yeah right right you have to have that i don't want to listen to that ticking <laughs> hey like ticking. on my own because you know what it'll just make me nervous <laughs> well i like, whatever was, like, i would be like, doing it just make me nervous very little dialogue right yes. like, yeah very I mean, little
1: dialogue it kept you on the edge of your seat without dialogue which is amazing yeah
0: i thought that was good um Again like Not a central Focus character At all You kind of had like Three main characters Yeah Each one You cared about You were like Um Like Tom Hardy I I never wanted to Watch a guy Land an airplane (laughs) Like As much as this Uh I think this is uh, Um The greatest Water movie Since Uh Waterworld Since Waterworld Since
1: Waterworld (laughs) Like um not, no, because like, the pirate movies that came out after
0: that. Like, that's good. Yeah, okay. And you know what? That's true. So, since uh Pirates, of, since this summer's Pirates movie. Well, well maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's probably better than that. <laughs> yeah, so maybe since Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, no, I just, uh, the other thing that, that really stood out was, like, how much, I couldn't tell what was practical when they were we possibly using models or how much I, of it was special effects, especially when the, the ships are tipping. About the same thing. Like, what is that like, what is I that trying all to figure about? out each
1: shot. Dude, what was model versus real?
0: Some of, the, some of the shots are so natural, yeah. so well-constructed. You're right. And you have the glimmer on the ocean. Just, um, like, I don't know. Com- uh, technically, completely impressive. Just for no one. Yeah, yeah, so, like, th- this... I would say... In all, like just Christopher Nolan as a filmmaker, he's he's at the top of the heap. This I'm telling you, this was just pure filmmaking. Yeah, and and this is also a studio-driven movie. And people want to say that the studios are gone; they don't have it. They don't have this type of filmmaking in them. Uh, I call BS on that. Uh, this is a Warner Brothers production. They have a long-standing relationship with Christopher Nolan, and they they have a like. wonderful symbiotic uh, back and forth and a movie like this only gets made when you 100% trust the filmmaker you trust the filmmaker to do his job and you you don't really care about box office you care about making a good movie and again like not I don't think you're gonna hear a lot of that like coming out of this people just want to give all their like love to Christopher Nolan and like, but really, the only movie of his that I've had trouble enjoying was Dark Knight Rises*. Yeah. everything else, uh, like, even Interstellar, uh, yeah. it, that's, it's still a great movie to watch. It still has awesome moments. Um, the, you can say what you want about the ending for that, but it's still way better than how a lot of those movies wrap up. Mission to Mars. I'm looking to you, Red Planet. I'm looking to you. Space movies always kind of have weird endings to begin with.
1: So, looking at the business side of it, where do you think it finishes this week? Because I, I don't know if it's
0: going to finish above third. Uh, I think it's going to hit about. We were talking about this right yeah. before it went dark. Our guess um, was what thirty-five. Thirty, thirty-five. But, I, but, uh, is it, it going to beat Apes? Is it going to beat I mean. Valerian? Not gonna be is it going to beat Homecoming? Yeah, I, don't I, think, I
1: think it beats. Homecoming. Do you like, think it beats? Homecoming? Yeah, because I think homecoming was down yeah. to. So what's? 50, like,
0: drawing people in other than the need. I think. I think if it gets number one though. Like, think get number one. like, but you know, if it does, like, prove me wrong. Like, prove me wrong. Yeah. Because if it gets number one, like, how uplifting is that from like an audience standpoint? That yeah. people want to see a good movie and they will go out in droves to see a good movie, and we're kind of like on the run because. Valerian, like, is coming out. That's getting good reviews. Yeah, but that's that's going to crush yeah. this weekend. But the thing is, though, we've had Homecoming Apes. Yeah. Uh, eight, like, this is almost like a golden age. This is a golden sci-fi block. It is. You got three of your best science fiction movies, with Spider-Man, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, and Valerian. And then you have this. Yeah. Wedged, like, in the middle. And I would say this is the best WW2 movie since... Uh, Saving Private Ryan and the uh, Thin Red Line, like Thin Red Line, Saving Private Ryan came out somewhat at the same time. Thin Red Line is a completely different war movie, but this is, I think, the best war movie since Saving Private Ryan. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, agree with you. Because there were times in this movie where, like you, like there was just like, like when they were on the train at the end, someone was like, "Oh, time to get bombed." Like they yeah, feel we, safe. And that, and
1: yeah, and that was the <laughs> that that was, that was the tension you had the entire film. Yeah, it's like, like, and it, every
0: time it slowed, it, it came. in. Every out. time you thought that they they weaselled out, but here's a little bit of my issue, like by other well, other than it not being linear, right? And and these are strictly like choices that they made and you accepted or so. The other side of that for me was that the one focal character guy that we see from, from the beginning games, of the, the, the movie of yeah the so he drops his gun right. and runs right and throughout the rest of the movie does not arm himself and that he, he he's get, he gets called in the movie as being a coward like he 100 right. is a coward in this right. movie and there is no way to justify that from a character standpoint like ever And I'm not really sure what the point of that was. Because you're still, like, you even, like they even said the Germans are taking away their tanks, which is going to bomb the hell out of us to save weapons and ammunition and artillery. But um, you still don't want to fight. Like, you still don't want to defend yourself. You still don't, like, I kind of had an issue with that. So in the beginning when he has
1: his rifle and he's running, he you know, he struggles to yeah, get it he loaded. Does it. He, and then he fires like three shots. And that's the only time you see him pull yeah. the trigger in the entire movie. And the, and he just he just books it. Right. Yeah, I kinda had an issue with that. But he has the rifle before he books it. He's standing behind right. what looks like the you know, some type of a structure. Yes. And he throws it and
0: runs. Right. It, it was... He he kinda and and it's kinda funny because the barricade you saw those guys defending. What he runs up to them, doesn't stand with them, runs, and those guys now get toasted defending the line. I thought the same thing. It was odd that they save him basically by getting him in there, right? And then he doesn't help defend it. Correct. (laughs) And and the whole point is that they. This is like a little bit of the historical part. They had trouble with the line, and some of their officers actually held their weapons for anyone that broke the line would get shot okay that's how dire this situation was yeah. but at the like war movies so this was a war movie that showed the heroism of the private citizen more than the actual soldiers right? I would think that and that and the, the heroism of a few pilots. What, there. I was just saying, like, oh, and the other pilot, the non-bean pilot, the other... The right-headed <laughs> the, the, the stepchild pilot, yes. told me he didn't look like a better-looking version of Simon Pegg. Uh, he looked like a good-looking... Si- yeah, if Simon yeah, Pegg yeah, yeah, had a good-looking brother yes, that you would right. actually want to, like, right. have sex with... Yeah. It's this guy. I wouldn't want to have sex with any guys. So well, joke. we all know, do oh, yeah, If yeah. Simon Pegg, if, if Simon <laughs> Pegg didn't have the bank account he has, okay. no one would be on his job. No <laughs> but, one. But you're right. Yeah. But, but even you know, again, like those, there was
1: just such drama, and even yeah. the scene saving him, like yeah, the, the, even like cool. you're him,
0: you're like, oh my god, dude, like he's gonna choke, right. he's gonna, like I can't believe, and then it's it's almost like. I thought this movie had characters accepting their fate so well without monologues and even dramatic music the music was something different in this movie yeah you know, like the music didn't tell you what to feel at so,
1: times so speak, speaking of you know the lack of dialogue can you name a single character from the movie
0: well, yeah, I mean, uh, like who who they are. Yeah. No,
1: no, no. I mean, like during the movie, like well, what their would, characters' name? Yeah,
0: is. I mean, look, you you have your two escapees that keep trying. You have Celine Murphy that gets picked up,
1: and then you have like Tom Hardy. Yeah, but I'm saying in the movie, what was their character's
0: name? Like, they oh they don't yeah, even no, speak that's himself. what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I know it's the Scarecrow guy. Right. I know it's Bane. I know it's Batman. I real. know it's good looking <laughs> Simon Pegg. Right. It's old guy that is rigid that's going to like stay the course yeah, right right uh, okay Dude, and, that guy was like
1: tough as nails yeah. I love that
0: guy and, and he also had an Aryan son well, he did have like, an Aryan like son. his son's almost like hey I'm good if the Germans invade yeah his son was like, like he, he was like the ultimate hedge bet right Yeah. He's like well but, whatever yeah like the son's like look man I'll jump on that U-boat <laughs> they'll take me right to Hitler's <laughs> office Cause I'm part of the Aryan Nation. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and questions are raised with that dude's brother, cause you got Aryan son, and then you have like uglier, like nappy-haired other son with like a vest. Oh, and also, if you ever, the I don't think we've seen a movie in a while okay. where someone looked uh, pretty decent in a turtleneck because the Aryan son had that turtleneck and he looked <laughs> it he looked pretty cool out. <laughs> he looked good. I wanted to go go buy turtleneck right <laughs> after this. <laughs> uh, but no, I like in all, right? Like we're we're talking about a a home run. look at these those um uh, the yoga paint. isn't it nice anyway let's go uh we're gonna rock and roll all right sign, sign off. off uh re- we're we're recommending this go watch way. it. definitely